the Lord continue to expand your mind, your spiritual understanding of all that is in the kingdom, give you clarity and insight so that you may walk worthy of the Lord Jesus Christ, fully pleasing him. Our scripture reading tonight is out of Hebrews, the second chapter, verse 10 through 18 in the New International Version. Hebrews, the second chapter, verse 10 through 18 in the New International Version. And then also we're going to read 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, praise God, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, and we're going to read that from verse 3 down through verse, amen, 11, praise God, verse 3 and then down through, I'm sorry, verse 7, verse 3 through 7, amen, 2 Corinthians, the first chapter in the New International Version as well, verses 7, 3 through 7, amen, in the NIV Version. Praise God. Hebrews now, chapter 2, verse 10 through 18. And it says, In bringing many sons and daughters or brethren to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the pioneer or the captain of their salvation perfect, amen, through what he suffered. Talking about Christ. Both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy or of the same, or, or, or of the same family. Glory to God. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brethren, or brothers and sisters. Verse twelve, he says, "I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters in the assembly. I will sing, Amen, your praises. And again, I will put my trust in Him. And again, he says, Here I am, and the children, Amen, God has given me." Since the children have, amen, uh, flesh and blood, since the children have put on flesh and blood, he shared in their humanity so that by, amen, by, so that by his death he may break the power of him who hold, holds the power of death, that is, the devil. Let me read that again. Since the children have flesh and blood or put on flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who all of their life were held in slavery by the fear of death. Verse 16, for surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendant or the seed of Abraham. For this reason, he had to be made like them. For this reason, he had to be made like them. For that reason, he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and a faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself he himself suffered when he was tempted. He's able to help or to aid those who are being tempted. Glory to God. Amen. So this in the book of uh, uh, Hebrews in the second chapter says that, amen, Christ, amen, he had to become fully human in every way in order that he may become a merciful and faithful high priest in the, amen, in the service of God. So when he put on a human suit, when he allowed himself to be humbled down, to be born, amen, to become an infant, 
Glory to God. Amen. It was necessary that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest. Amen. That he may, amen, know all that we are going through in the flesh, all that we are dealing with in the flesh, it was needful for that our high priest, that, amen, represent God and man, that, amen, fully God and man at the same time would be able, amen, to fully be God, but at the same time know the uh, the uh, sufferings and the issues that human beings deal with, amen. That And then doing so, the ministry that he had expanded, amen, he became a merciful, faithful high priest in the service of God, servant of service of God, amen. So he had to be made like the, uh, uh, unto the brethren. So there's nothing that we can feel in a human body, no temptation we can deal with, amen, no sufferings, uh, attacks from the devil, none of that can we deal with and he not have an understanding of exactly what we're going through. It was necessary. Praise God. Amen. So he shared in our humanity. He shared in that. And when he did that, amen, the purpose of it is that by uh, his death, he may break the power of him, amen, uh, the devil who had the power of death. He may break that power Praise God. So what he went through, glory to God, amen, he snatched the keys from the enemy. Amen. Therefore, he says in, amen, 2 Corinthians, the 15th and 15th chapter, he says, amen, the, uh, grave, where is thy victory? Death, where is thy sting? Amen. He conquered. He overcame. So therefore, we that are followers of Christ, we have been delivered from the fear of death, as amen, and uh, as well as we have been delivered from the power of death. Why? Because our, our Savior, Christ, the forerunner, the pioneer, went ahead of us, amen, the firstborn from the grave. From that point on, amen, he has won the victory. Glory to God. And now we are partakers of that victory. We are partakers of that victory. Glory to God. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 1. I'm starting in verse 3 in the New International Version. It says, praise be, amen, to the, to the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves received from God. Glory to God. So that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort that we ourselves received from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, amen, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope and glory to God in you is firm because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you, amen, will you share in our comfort. Glory to God. Tonight I want to, amen, deal with this subject, 
my personal sufferings have divine purpose. My personal suffering, amen, have, amen, the divine purpose. Amen. I think I'll start out by saying that there's no part of our Christian walk in Jesus Christ that is without divine purpose. There is no part of our, amen, Christian walk in Christ Jesus that does not have divine purpose. All things work together for them, amen, that are called, that love the Lord and that are called according to his purpose. Sometimes we don't like the way it feels. However, it's necessary, absolutely necessary, amen. Sometimes we don't like the way it feels, amen. Hebrews, amen, the uh, 12th chapter said, no one likes chastisement at the moment, but afterwards, praise God, there are some things, sufferings, that God will allow as, as, for example, in Job, to expand our horizon, expand our ministry, expand our understanding, and empower us for somebody else. Glory to God. All that Jesus experienced in a human suit, in amen, hey, he has left the power and the revelation. Glory to God. So that we can, amen, become overcomers. Every obstacle Amen. The sufferings, the uh, faith test, glory to God, that we overcome, that we overcome, amen, is producing many unseen blessings, amen, for us personally and also for our brethren. Everything I go through, and I, re amen, I go through and overcome, I receive, amen, a power, I receive a key. I receive instructions and revelation knowledge, praise God, that what I've been through and that uh, I went around the long way, I can tell you the short way. I can say to you there's no need for breaking your shoulders on the door when I've already been there and I got the key. Amen. So all of my personal sufferings, amen, have divine purpose. And much of it that we go through is Glory to God, going to be a blessing, not only to ourselves, but somebody else. Amen. So when any believer endures, amen, and overcome any type of suffering, there are many unseen and sometimes even unknown blessings, amen, that we receive that will help our brethren to walk better as well. Amen. What you receive from the Lord through overcoming is not just for yourself. Praise God. It's not just for yourself. The Gospel of John, according to chapter 16, verse 25 through 33. This is what the Jesus says to his disciples. The Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 25 through 33 in the New King James Version, it says, these things I have spoken to you, amen, in a figurative language, amen, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day, you will ask in my name. Amen. In that day, you will ask in my name, and I will do, uh, uh, and I do not say that, that I might, uh, amen, shall pray to the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me and have believed that I came forth from God. Verse 28, I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to my father. And the disciples said to him, see now, you are speaking plainly 
and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you are, you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you have come forth from God. And Jesus answered them, amen, do you now believe or do you finally believe? Indeed, the hour is coming. Yes, has now come that you will be scattered, each one to his own, and will leave me alone. And yet, and yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. You're going to be scattered, each to his own, and leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I spoke to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, amen, uh, in the world you will have tribulations. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, courage to God, I have overcome the world. In the New Living Translation, that last verse says something a little different, and I thought it was worth, uh, amen, reading. Verse 33 says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Take heart because, amen, I have overcome the world. There's no need for you to be, amen, in an uneasy state about what's in the world because I've already overcome. And that that you need to prosper, not just barely make it, but to prosper, I've already obtained for you. Glory to God. Amen. Uh, during the, uh, the fast, the time of our fasting and prayer, amen, there were several blessings that we received out of the consecration. Number one, receive deliverance. There's some things that God did for us through the power of the Holy Spirit that we asked for, praise God, and we gave him glory for it. We came out, amen, with, a, with feeling lighter because we've been delivered, amen. The second is exposure, glory to God. Uh, and we were, at, God exposed things in us that was, amen, either we overlooked or were more serious than we thought it was. Fasting in prayer will always have a level of exposing in us, amen, things that we did not think were a problem. But the fast made us to realize it's worse than I thought it was. Glory to God, amen. Uh, the other thing we received, strength, praise God, we received new revelation, amen. Praise God. So most of us, during the fast, we found out that there is so much more that need to be done after the fast, amen, that, we that was revealed to us during the 40 days that now we have to consecrate ourselves again to deal with what we found while we were fasting, amen. By the end of the fast, we, we found out oh, wow, God showed me this about myself, this attitude, this tendency to eat, to, to, to uh, yield to temptation, this thing that was it. So, it, it, amen, fasting always press up out of us things that are dormant that can't go along in our next phase in life. Say again, Bogus, fasting and prayer always press up out of us things, amen, that, can, that were laying dormant, amen, or unrealized. How about that? That cannot go with the next phase in us. 
So, amen, most of us, we found out now we got to have a fast for what we found out during the fast. Glory to God. Amen. And we, uh, I encourage you not to procrastinate, but amen, as you have received your strength, press hard so that, amen, you keep, here's the key word, momentum. Praise God. So that you keep the word, the, amen, uh, the key word is that you keep the momentum. Amen. So why is this important? Because when you overcome and you gain the victory over uh, the things that God showed you and exposed about you, amen, exposed about us. How about that? Exposed about us that we need to further deal with. After the fast, God says, and during the fast, there was some deliverance I done for you. But this time, I'm going to work with you and through you to bring about, amen, another level of victory. And so when you overcome, amen, your victory becomes not just a testimony, but a weapon. <laughs> your victory becomes, amen, not just a testimony, but it becomes, amen, a weapon that is shareable. It's, it's transferable. It's a weapon that is shareable. I share with you not only the strength, I share with you the strategy. I share with you, amen, the how to proceed. Amen. Why? Because uh, uh, it's necessary that what I got, amen, the comfort that I received from him that you may also be partakers of. Glory to God. Amen. So your victory is not only contagious, amen, the thing that you have received is is shareable. Hallelujah. And for, and for example, in 2 Kings chapter, 2 Samuel, 1 Samuel, I'm sorry, chapter 21, 1 Samuel 21, verse 8 through 9, uh, it says that David said to Ahimelech, is there not here uh, on hand a spear or a sword? For I have brought neither sword, my sword, nor my weapons with me because the king's business, amen, were haste. So the priest said to so the priest said, the sword of Goliath, the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah, there it is, wrapped in a cloth, cloth behind the ephod. Amen. If you will take, amen, take it, amen, that you take it, take it, for there is nothing except that one here. And David said, there is none like it. Give it to me. Amen. So David, when he killed Goliath, and cut off his head with his sword. Amen. The sword of Goliath was kept, amen, by the priest Ahimelech. Amen. And while he was running from Saul, he was not quite forthright while he came to Ahimelech. He said it's on the king's business, but it wasn't. Amen. Saul was trying to kill him. Glory to God. And he asked for something to eat. Amen. He gave him bread from the altar. And as well, he, man, he gave him the sword of Goliath. Hallelujah. This was the sword that he had won in the last, in the previous battle, his first battle, his debut. That sword, amen, he uh, garnished as a bounty, as a reward for slaying Goliath. Now, amen, this sword is going to be a weapon that he's going to use for the rest of his life Amen. The one he got from Goliath. Hallelujah. Amen. So it is imperative 
It is to the utmost of importance. It is we have to become overcomers. Amen. Because there's a power. There are instructions. There are revelations. There are importations. Amen. There are testimonies because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God that we receive from the last battle that are going to be very instrumental, glory to God, for how we proceed into our next, our next phase of life. Amen. David received the sword of Goliath. He couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't handle it while he was a youth because he wasn't big enough, but it was reserved for him that in his next phase, he went and got the sword that he, amen, won outright from Goliath. Hallelujah. There are all things that we receive that will bless us in the second phase in our life that we won in the first phase. Hallelujah. So this is why overcoming is absolutely necessary. So I exhort you on tonight that whatever it is that God is, amen, pointing you and telling you to go back and deal with, amen, and gain victory over, hallelujah, it's, that, it's in that victory that two things. Number one, it becomes a weapon for your future. Though overcoming becomes a weapon for your future. When you overcome, you are empowered for your future. When you overcome, you gain confidence. This is for your next phase. When you overcome, you are equipped, amen, not only to help yourself, praise God, but, amen, to be a blessing to someone else. My personal suffering, amen, has divine purpose. It is not all for me. Glory to God. It's, amen, it's overcoming that is a blessing for someone else. In Isaiah 53, the Bible says that, amen, he, in verse 5, he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we were healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray and have turned everyone to his own way, but the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. It's because of him we're here today. And we're receiving, amen, blessings, multiplied blessings and power and favor to overcome the enemy, to overcome adversity, to overcome personal trials as human beings. Why? Because as said in the book of Hebrews, the second chapter, amen, since the children have put on flesh and blood, he too shared in our humanity so that by his death, he may break the power of him who held the power of death, hey, amen, that is the devil. Ah, so he, 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 amen, he robbed the devil of his, his number one card, and that was fear of death. He robbed, he, amen, he, 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 he uh, uh, had victory over the enemies, amen, ace in the hole, and that was the fear of death and then the power of death. Now he is proton. He's the firstborn from the grave that all others might, amen, have no fear, none of their life of death. Why? Because the forerunner, the pioneer has overcome, and therefore we as children are overcomers as well. Amen. We inherited through the power of the Holy Spirit an overcomer's, amen, spirit, 
amen, and an overcomer's DNA, amen, an uh, overcomer, amen, uh, mouth, amen, our, our, our tongue should speak as an overcomer, amen. It's in our DNA to overcome. Why? Because my daddy is an overcomer. Glory to God, amen. Uh, Jesus said, I don't be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. I'm leaving you in the world. I got to go back to my father, but don't worry about the world and all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the pride of life. Anything the enemy can throw at you here, be of good cheer, I've overcome it. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I, amen, there's, there's no need for you to, amen, walk in fear because all that you need, I've already gained the victory over. And so, so God says to you and I, beloved, amen, and, and, and I'm done. He says to you and I, go ahead into this next phase of fasting. Go, in, go ahead into this next phase of consecration and prayer. Amen. Because one part of the fast was to expose, amen, and reignite our mind into the, the sins and to the things that have held us back so that, amen, not only can we go forward, but we, amen, obtain the sword of Goliath for future battles and we become a reservoir of blessings, of power, of instructings for our brethren. We become a reservoir of power, of instructing, amen, of tools to overcome for the brethren. Hey, man, I, I'm going through. It's not just because of me, not just because of sin. It's God saying I, some, there's some things I need to release in the earth realm. Amen. And you're going to be a re reservoir for the days to come because many will be plagued, amen, by corona. Many will be plagued by death and dying. Many will be plagued by divorce and problem with marriage. And that's why you had to overcome in your marriage so that you can become a reservoir of revelation, a reservoir of instructions, so that, amen, the power and the fear of divorce may be broken out of the body of Christ. I'm telling you, you got to meet the challenge. You, got, you have to meet the challenges. The Holy Spirit told me to tell you, don't procrastinate. Don't lose the momentum. Get your breath. Go right into where, what was exposed. Don't spend no more time celebrating, glory to God, amen, over the deliverances, over the over the, uh, the new revelations. Okay, got that, all is well. Now I need you to go straight into the things that I showed you that are still undone. <laughs> glory to God, that I showed you that is that has come up, amen, that will squeeze and it came up. It wasn't the devil coming up on you. Amen. Many people get confused in fasting and they say, amen, every time I fast, I'm in warfare. It's coming up on me. I mean, not necessarily so up on you, amen. More, more so coming up out of you. Amen. It's what's being squeezed up. It's what's being, amen, now that's being denied. Now it's hungry. Amen. What you were before giving full attention, now you're giving it no attention. It's just the flesh pouting. So it's not really necessarily warfare as it is just dealing with ourselves. Glory to God in the highest. We're just dealing with our, amen, flesh, dealing with our fleshly hunger, amen, dealing with our mindset that are trying to just go back and do what it wants to do. But we train it. We train it. 
discipline ourselves like an athlete. We just don't shadow box. We're doing things on purpose and with a purpose. Amen. I'm running with a purpose. I'm running, amen, with an objective in mind, keeping my eyes on Jesus now, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. So I got to say this, and I got to go. Where God is calling you to overcome, don't ignore it. Where God is calling you to overcome, amen, to meet the challenge face-to-face, your faith trials, your sufferings, amen, those challenges, he's calling you, don't ignore it, because God is not reactive, he's proactive. And he has called us to become a reservoir of power, of knowledge, of revelation, amen. We have the sword of Goliath from the last battle, amen, not just for ourselves, so that the brethren, <laughs> amen, we got to go through what the brethren go through so that, amen, we can, amen, help them to overcome. Hypocrisy and pretending is not an overcoming spirit, amen. Glory to God, it's just a peacock spirit. You're just strutting, but with, but with no power to deliver anything. I say again, amen, hypocrisy, the showiness, the pretending, has no power in it. It's just a pretense, acting like we have a character, a moral, a power that we do not actually possess. Amen. Sooner or later, the Goliath in our life will show us up what we really are. Amen. Like the brothers of David, they'd be standing around shaking in their boots rather than, amen, engaging with the conviction of Christ in our heart. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hypocrisy Amen. There is no power to overcome in pretending. There's no power to overcome in pretending. Either you have it or you don't. Amen. So I, I, tonight I exhort you to go on into that revelation, go on into that struggle in your flesh, go on into that temptation that just rose up and overcome so that you can become in the future, amen, a resource. Ah, that's it. A resource for the brethren, as Christ, amen, now we have no need of fear of death because he has taken the sting and the power out of death, glory to God, and became the captain or the pioneer of our salvation. He had to put on a human suit so he'll know how you feel as a human, amen. He had to become humanity so that he'll know as a faithful high priest what it is we feel like. There's some things that God take us through and we can tell whether we overcome or we are just a hypocrite parading is by, amen, whether you are a merciful and faithful. Ah, whether you're merciful and faithful. All of that high-sounding nonsense lets me know you didn't make it through. Hallelujah. Let's me know you didn't overcome. Amen. You putting on for us to make us believe that you have a something that you don't have. Hallelujah. Amen. Shouting won't make you an overcomer. That's the result of being an overcomer. But that's something you just got to roll up your sleeve. You got to squint your eyes, get down on your knees, and make the declaration, for God I live and for God I die. And I won't get up until you answer me, amen, and deliver me from myself. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus in the highest. Amen. I'm done tonight. Praise God. The, what what the, the challenges that the Holy Spirit, amen, pulled up out of you and encouraged you to go on in your fast, go on in some type of the fast, but more so in the prayer and in your diet. Press hard, don't procrastinate, 
Amen. I encourage you tonight to get on it. Move quickly. Move swiftly. Amen. Before you are like a before we are like a dog returning to his vomit. Amen. Sin is not a reward for doing good for 40 days. Sin is not a reward for doing good for 40 days. I've been doing good, so I need some, amen, some me time. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. That is an amen. Sin is not a reward for doing good. Hallelujah. Just another way of the enemy drawing you quickly back into bondage. And then by two weeks, a month later, you're waiting on the next consecration because you feel that heaviness, you feel that loneliness, you feel that uh, worthlessness, that purposelessness in your spirit. Amen. But you know what freedom feels like. And now you want another fast. Amen. Hold fast to what you have received and then gain more. Keep what you got, but then gain more. I exhort you in the Lord. Amen. Be encouraged. Be empowered. Walk worthy of the vocation with which you have been called with all lowliness, with all meekness. Amen. Humbling yourself of the, amen, before the Lord. Amen. Take this time serious. Become a reservoir for God's power, revelation, and knowledge. Amen. Take the sword of Goliath into your next destiny. Become an overcomer so that you can help others to overcome in any area and be comforted with the same comfort that you yourself were comforted of in Christ Jesus. Father, thank you tonight for your word. Thank you for your revelation. Thank you, Father God, for your power within us. Teach us how to walk to now unto him who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that's within us. You've already placed the power that is in us to overcome. Use the power within us we can't even fathom mentally. Father, teach us how to, to uh, uh, access and walk in the power that you've given us as overcomers. We bless you now. We thank you. We glorify you. You alone are worthy, Father. We give you praise because your name is great and you are greatly to be praised. In Jesus' name, amen.